Warning, this episode may contain explicit language and spoilers for the entirety of the Reordinverse. What's up, guys? Hi. Welcome back to the damn snack bar. This is episode 144. Hi. The answer to all the answers to all life's problems is iguana. <laughs> now we are recording from the phone today. We're back to Katie because <laughs> I'm about to insert a little bit of audio of what we just dealt with with the professional quality mics and um, headphones and equipment we've got. Yeah, here it is. We start talking. So you can see that's why we didn't, um, yeah, use those because I really, really, really didn't feel like editing that bullshit. You didn't feel like listening to a robot voice making it disco time, bro? No, as much as I love robot voice, that is not the vibe for today. So anyways, <laughs> this uh, section is chapters 17 to 20 of uh, Mark of Athena. No. Out of Earth's perspective. It's like, we love it so much because we love her so much. Absolutely. And before we start, it's been Joe, so many chapters since it was her perspective. Literally. <laughs> and before we start, because we're jumping straight in we do have an email yay that i yes and we also have to say that the uh amptp have accepted preliminary terms for the wga which means that the writers may no longer be on strike soon which is fantastic yay they possibly will be on strike a little bit longer as of today what's today the 26th they possibly may be on strike a little <laughs> really bit longer in solidarity of the <laughs> Actors Guild, the SAG-AFTRA, possibly mm. because they gave the writers their solidarity and stroke struck with them, strike with them. So we'll see Much. what happens there. But yes, but the American Movie Production TV whatever association, mm -hmm. they accepted the we need more money bid from WGA after over 100 days of them striking, which Amazing. means over 100 days of Hollywood being basically shut down. And they've finally gone, maybe we should give them some money. Yeah. Because they can't make any new products They can't make any new products if we don't pay them. And yeah. Entertainment is duh. a real industry. Anyways, that's really good news. Really good news. It means that the writers for season two of Percy Jackson can get back on it. Yes! As quick! Soon before as they grow possible. up! Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. It's literally I care about. I was like, don't let them grow up too fast. It actually, it bodes really well for the sag after too, because if they've accepted the WGA's demands, then they're more likely to accept sag after's demands, as, uh, yeah, their demands as well, because they can't accept one without the other. Like, they can't, that's the reason they took so long to accept the WGA's demands, because they were like, this is the first one that we'll accept, so it sets the president for the rest of them. So yeah. if we give them a shit deal, we can give everyone else a shit deal. But if they give the WGA a good deal, which they kind of have, um, then they have to give the rest of them a good deal as well. You which is amazing. So as soon as all of those are accepted, as soon as no one's on strike anymore, we can promote what we whatever we want. We can talk about whatever we want, and that's going to be great. We can go through a bit of a breakdown of something, maybe. Yay. Yeah, super big yay. Well, I can't, but you can. Why can't you? I refuse to watch it. I'm giving you the finger. I haven't the seen audience. the trailer yet on purpose. I'm not watching it. I'm not it's watching so it. so good. I'm not watching it. Joe, we watched no. the teaser trailer. This it is was so like teaser trailer. 10 seconds. You have to get excited somehow with no, me. How am I supposed to discuss it if you're not here with me? There's too much detail. Stop it. No, you stop it. Too much detail. I want to immerse myself when You've it comes out. You've already got all the spoilers. You've read the book. <laughs> I hate you. I'm okay, anyway, here I is something to be Here surprised. is the email that we got. 
It says, I was not the person who started the no you thing, but oh my gods, I wish I was. I am also confused as to how someone sent an email with no email address. Thank you. Yes, we are also confused. Yeah. Also, when I tell you I cackled in my therapist's waiting area when you were talking about Octavian having no riz because true words have never been spoken. I was going to mention this in my previous email, but I was short on time, so I didn't get to say it. When Horace in the Cane Chronicles was just waiting for Carter to say something because it was Horace's birthday. That is 100% like how some of my alternate identities will act when it's an important day for them and they'll stand in the corner of a room in the inner world and be like tapping their foot. When I go, can I help you? They'll walk out into the room and leave me to, or they'll walk out of the room and leave me to figure it out on my own. My memory is just semi better than Dory. (laughs) Also, I love Joe's rants about feminism because despite being a trans man, I agree with absolutely everything. This is from Azriel, son of Nemesis. Says, P.S. When I have enough money for it, I'm Nemesis. going to get a, yeah. When I have enough money for it, I'm going to get a Medusa tattoo because of the meaning. And also, Medusa is a boss batch. I was going to say, at first I was just like, she's a boss batch, and then I of course researched into it. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. That that's what the head means. I mean, yeah. but it'd also be like, I've never been in that situation. I just wanted because it looks cool. Yes. <laughs> like, I've never been in danger before, but I was like. Well, thank you, Azriel, for your email. If anybody else wants to send us an email, then we are dance.goat.alec.com. And uh, they are correct, by the way. Um, Octavian has zero riz. No riz. Zero words has never been spoken. Are you kidding me? Yeah, literally. Never. Literally. Ew. Speaking about you, never. I don't remember what that was in reference to. Because it was a Son of Neptune episode. We talked about And that was the title of the episode. And it was about something. It must have been maybe when he was Guys, doing his these, auguring. These episodes are like when I read books. Oh, we get to the next one, I flush the last one out of my brain so that I've got <laughs> Which is room. why it's fine for you to watch the trailer because you'll flush it. Nah. It'll be flushed away. Nah. Like Rodney or whatever he's saying. Rodney Carpenter. No, what's his name? Oh, you mean Hugh Jackman for him flushed away. <laughs> yeah, what's the character's name? Is it Rodney, isn't it? No. Uh, no. Reggie. Roderick. Roderick. My phone's in motion. In motion? In use. I can't use it. Look it up. Flushed away. Roy. Cast away. It starts with an R. If it doesn't start with R, I'm going to be really, really sad. It starts with R. Avoid them. Rat. Flush away. Rat. That's one of the top (laughs) sections. Yeah, it's like Rodney Rat or something. (laughs) Rudy. Rudy. (laughs) fucking close. I've only seen that movie one time. Kate Winslet's reader? Bill Nye. Night. Bill Nye is whitey. <laughs> it's a great movie. We should watch it. We should watch I've it. i it one time. All I remember is the fucking the slugs. slugs. <laughs> Singing, um... Rolling yeah, that one. That's, yeah. And the other part that I remember is when he falls down the drain, he grips onto what he thinks... He grips onto something in the sewer. And then he falls onto something thinks it's a poo. And then it rolls on its side and turns out to be a junkie bar. <laughs> a chocolate bar. And he's like, oh. And he just grabs out of instinct and goes, oh. The one bit I remember is that a giant wave is coming, but the, the group of rats are there are watching a football game. And he goes, ah, oh, wave. And they all throw their hands up in here. And he's like, no, no. I was like, that is peak child comedy. That's so I'm good. Sure I've seen this movie once. I I've didn't even know it was Hugh Jackman. I've seen it at least twice. We should watch it after this. We should. We don't have time. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch it tomorrow on my break from work. How dare you? You watch shit without me all the time. I know. You suck. I do suck. 
Joe watched the Parks and Rec finale without me. That's like illegal. To be fair, I waited like three days and then we didn't watch it and I was like, oh, I'm just That is completely it, incorrect. We watched it the day before. No. Yep. Mm-mm. Yep. 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 Yep.
at this point in time, Rick has written more from Piper's perspective than he has from Annabeth, like in this series. Right. And across all of his books so far. So the thing that happens is the opening parts of this chapter, it seems like it's in Piper's perspective because of the way that Annabeth talks. And so it's the first instance of Rick not knowing how to write females differently. Yeah. He's just, he like writes them all the same. It's very frustrating. Because then when we get to Hazel's point of view in the later books, she also starts to be the same. And it's like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, that's not how girls think, right? Yeah. Rephrase. That's not how majority of girls think. Mm. There are some mm. that are like that. But for the most part, we don't do that. Mostly what and I'm then, thinking about is when I can next eat something. Or have a shower. <laughs> I think Annabeth is thinking about different things. Penis. <laughs> No, that was the last episode. <laughs> then, when Percy and Co. get back to the ship, they're talking about... Oh! I was like, no, no, it's Koi. <laughs> That's not what it was. I was like, you said it wrong. <laughs> no, when they get back to the ship... Sorry, I'm eating. This is really annoying. I was hungry, though. I'm not going to apologize. I'm just going to finish my mouthful. Do you want a strawberry? Ew. Oh, no. Are they from Camp Half-Life? Mm. Then no. When they eventually make a section of theme park in Disney World dedicated to Percy, they're going to do a Delphi strawberry sundae, I'm sure. Maybe. I don't know, man. We'll never go, so. I'm just putting it out there in the universe. <laughs> she literally pulled the thought from her brain with her hand and just sent it off into the ether. Mm-hmm. I'm putting it out in the universe. <laughs> good on you, good on you. Anyways, just going through my notes, I was like, the next bit... When Percy and Coy get back to the ship, they're talking talking about how, like, they're explaining to everybody how, like, what Gaia's plan is and how she, like, how Forzies, Forkies, whatever his name was, knew that they were coming or knew who they were. And then at one point, uh, Leo asks... Because there's bounties on their heads. Yeah, there's bounties on their heads and Annabeth says, a bounty on our heads. As if we didn't attract enough monsters already. And Leo says, do we get wanted posters? And do they have our bounties like broken down on a price list? And Hazel's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he goes, I'm just curious about how much I'm going for these days. I mean, I can understand not being as pricey as Percy or Jason maybe, but am I worth like two francs or three francs? And then Frank complains. And I just had a note that was like, how dare you, Leo? Frank, first of all, is priceless. He's a priceless pumpkin. There's no way we can put bounty on his head. He's and one said, of the big gods of the Roman era. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I said, whereas you are going for the price of the last apple left in the fridge drawer that someone discovered three months later. That's the price on your head. Yeah. And Undesirable. Right, right next to you is Piper the Mandarin that we also <laughs> forgot. <laughs> for the Americans, a clementine. That's what they call Yes. <laughs> No, mandarin. It's a fruit. <laughs> no, because to them... It's a knockoff <laughs> orange with seeds in it. <laughs> you realise orange is actually seeds. Yeah, but not the ones I eat. <laughs> mandarin was guaranteed to be... <laughs> spitting out seeds. You can't just munch on them. It was guaranteed to be what? It was guaranteed to be what? Seeds. 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 Yeah, <laughs> guaranteed to be. <laughs> and if you accidentally chew on your finger without thinking, you're like, Hush! and it's all in your teeth, and you go, that mouthful's not going to spit it out. <laughs> and then you cut 
your tongue on the seed shard as you try to poke it out of the crevices and you're oh like, God. you're forgetting about the mess you have to make before that just to peel the oh fucking God. thing. Getting the peel underneath your nails and it's kind of lukewarm because it's been sitting in your lunch bag all day. You accidentally puncture one of the sections because it's not scented where you put your thumb. Yeah, now you got juice all over you. And then all of the white of your nail turns orange because yeah. that's where you puncture. And mum, why couldn't I just have an orange? <laughs> Why couldn't you cut it for me? Because I'm not old enough to use a knife. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, God. It was a struggle. I fucking hate mandarins. It's disgusting. <laughs> the worst fruit. I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> Just how terrible Leo is. He's the rotten apple in the fridge. He is. But I had like a point. Because in my mind. And I had somewhere where I was going with that after. And Sorry, I don't remember <laughs> I'm sure that I'll realize it what it is when I'm editing this. Well, later. as soon as this is mentioned, I was like, um, okay, well, how would we rank them? All I know for sure is that Piper would be at the very bottom. <laughs> I was like, she literally would be the bottom. <laughs> she can only use her voice and she can barely do that. Yeah. She can't wield a knife of any kind. She doesn't offer to contribute. She talks about how, like, in the first book, she was like, I was the emotional support throughout the whole, like, I was what was the glue that was keeping, everyone, to, and, and keeping everyone together. I was like, actually, incorrect. Leo was doing that. He was literally yeah. feeding you <laughs> and offering you support when you needed it and space, need when you, space when you needed comedy relief. He was the glue that was keeping you all together. And I hate that we're defending him right Ugh, now. Fucking wanker. <laughs> anyway, I was like, I was literally like, Piper... Especially in these beginning books, like you don't even upgrade until the last book, and even then, it's like a tiny little baby pebble stepping stone, and you're like, <laughs> I still hate you. <laughs> yeah, literally. Anyway, so she's at the bottom of my list. Like, Coach Hedge is higher than she is. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a usable weapon. Exactly. This is just a and glorified at mirror. At least he's fucking ready to go. When he, when he needs <laughs> they got to hold him back. He's like, I'll be there. You got me. Yeah. Yummy. Yeah, me. <laughs> to be fair, he did shoot Frank out of the sky. So yeah. <laughs> he lost brownie points for mm. that. And then, yeah, they're talking about how they have to, they know they have to go to Charleston to find the map for the Mark of Athena. And then. Oh, this doesn't sound like Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah. And so then, literally. <laughs> and then as they're like talking about it, they're like, so what is the Mark of Athena? Like, what do we know? What, what do we know about it? And Percy is like, we know it leads to something important in Rome. We know it involves the rift between the Romans and the Greeks. <laughs> and as he's talking about it, he's like side eyeing Annabeth the whole time, like, don't piss her off, don't piss her off. Oh, said something. Oh, hang on, is this okay? Is this the next thing? Can I keep going? And she's there, like, oh. she's there, like, I trained him well. He yeah. asked me. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Frank gets stuck in his Chinese handcuffs as everyone's like talking about it. And yeah, then Annabeth looks over at Jason and. She, like, notices him studying her as if he knew exactly what she was thinking and didn't like it any more than she did. And she, like, wonders to herself, why does he make me nervous? Is he really on my side? Um, yeah, and then they, like, she's, like, thinking about it more and more. And I just, they start talking about, like, as they're going or planning on where to go in Charleston, they're talking about, like, where they should touch down or where they should be going and, like, whatever else. And Jason's like, well, I know the lay of the land because, like, we've been there before because we were looting... Um, civil warships for Imperial Gold. And Hazel immediately is like, oh, you were getting them out of the Confederate ships. Yeah. So you're saying that Rome was on the Confederate side? Rah, 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 rah. And then, yeah, they're the bad ones. They're the ones who own slaves, who what wanted to keep side? owning slaves. Yankees. The Yankees. The North. The North! 
Um, the North Wind. Yeah, the North Wind. Doesn't they both have a Yankees cap? Yeah, that's just the name of the baseball team. Right. And were they, are they a representation of the good guys in the house? Yeah, that's just what they call people from New York. A Yankee. Oh, okay. Yankee doodle went to <laughs> Yankee doodle dandy. <laughs> Riding on a pony. <laughs> Called <it> macaroni. <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> Anyways, and so then Jason tries to defend it. Jason tries to defend it and he's like, um, there were Greeks and Romans on both sides of the war, thank you. And he also says the stupid phrase, um, I wasn't alive in that time, so I can't, you know, take blame or credit for anything that happened. Yeah, but then he continues to preach, Rome is amazing, Rome's the best, rah, 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 and we're like, Rome can get fucked. And so I just had a note that was like, when I like the free snake and Greeks, they're great. Well, I'm just sitting here going, when will Rick fucking learn? Like, I understand that the Civil War is his, like, passion project, or that he can't let go of, and I don't understand why history buffs will pick a war like that and be like, we should, everybody should be hyper-focusing on it. I'm like, no, we shouldn't, because it was that bad. What like, was it? When people, especially in America, when people in America still have some like, there are some people who still fucking, you know, display the Confederate flag. But we shouldn't be doing that. At all, right? The ones who reenact it. Oh, God. I don't get it. I'm just like, why are we glorifying that time? I don't know. It should be, also, it should be a national shame of yours. losing. It should be a national shame of yours. Like, we don't glorify losing to the emus. Oh, my God. <laughs> God. We actively try to stop people from fighting that out. <laughs> We're like, but, like, it should be a national shame in the way that World War Two is Germany's national shame. Mm. Like, they've done everything to step away from that image. And I fully understand that. And it should be America's national shame because... They had more casualties in the Civil War than both world wars combined. Combined? Combined, Joe! Really? Yes. At least on the American side, I think. But, yes. Well, I thought it was all American. And it, that, that happened, like... Civil War. No, no, as in, like, the Americans who fought in World War One and World War Two. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but, like... I thought that happened, the overall casualties that happened, everybody like, a hundred years or something before... I don't know. I'm not American. I don't really know. Yeah. It happened, like... I try not to pay attention Maybe to in the 1800s or the 1700s? I don't know. But it was early enough before the fucking World Wars that... Uh, Rick, stop. Well, it was before the World Wars. It was. It was in, like, either the 1700s or the 1800s. I don't really I know because I don't really care. All that I care about is that he shouldn't be glorifying it. And we should all also... All I know is that Jasper was also on the Confederate. But he should also... Rick should also not be... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been the 1800s then. No, I'm not sticking to that. No. We're talking about Jasper Whitlock, ma'am, from... Um, Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> I was about to say from Eclipse. Sorry. He's only in Eclipse. Anything to put him in the conversation. Yeah, they love him so much. Confederate soldier. Because he's like such a babe. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just, yeah. I, I just don't like the fact that Rick, like, makes it out as if Camp Jupiter and New Rome were on the Confederate side and Camp Arthur was on the... Um, because because that is, is the villain. That is the distinction that he's making here. In calling the war between them a civil war and in saying that every time the Greeks and Romans have met, there's been a civil war in regular human history to match that, don't appreciate it. Because people it's are going to pick sides. In the same way that he implied that the fucking Hades cavern was on the side of fucking Hitler. Yeah. Stop. Stop doing that. Stop it. Stop doing Did that. Did you not learn? Stop doing that. Did you not learn? How fucking dare you do that to my baby boy oh, Hades? I just... I know like, he's done questionable things, but he's the best one out of all of them. 
That's not true. Hestia is the best one. So it's just like fucking stupid. It's just stupid. Estupido. Yeah. And then... And then Frank gets stuck in his, in his you know, little finger trap. And Leo is like laughing at him, not knowing how to get out of it. And so then Frank, what does he do, Joe? He turns into a good guano. Yeah, of course he does. Because he is a problem solver at heart. And then everybody laughs at him. And he's self-conscious, but he like laughs it off because he doesn't want to make the situation worse. Yeah. And then Leo starts being a wanker. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just going to find something on the page. Right, so before he gets out of the handcuffs, so I just had a note here um, about Frank being demanded, basically, to go on every single quest. And not because he would be transport, but because he's actually useful. Mm-hmm. And I love that Frank, in this book so far, has been on more quests than anybody else. Yeah. Put some respect on his goddamn name. On my boy's name. Yeah. Literally. He's the best. I fucking love Frank. And I love that for him. He's literally been on every quest except the Narcissus one. And he mm-hmm. didn't need to be on that one, that's fine. Yeah. But he's been on every single one. Love that for him. We love Frank so much. He was on a separate quest while they were doing the nuts. That's what I mean. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 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 So I love it so much. Um, yeah. And then it's what only because he can't be in two places at once. Yeah. After he gets out of the trap, what happens after that, Jay? The bees in the trap. Bee, bees in the trap. Bee, sorry. <laughs> they all laugh at him and set course to Charleston. And there's a, I think the chapter ends and we start anew and we start fresh in yeah. Annabeth's cabin. Well, which, the chapter ends, sorry, the chapter ends on them being like, oh, the Romans are still following us. What should we do? And Leo's like, I have a solution. I'm going to take all of Frank's clothes and I'm going to send them with a table. And he's like, sorry, Frank. And Frank's like, I just went and got more clothes because I didn't fucking have any to begin with. And now you're taking the one extra pair of jeans I bought. And you're going to like, why are you picking on Frank? It's, like, ridiculous. I'm actually, like, angry about it. I feel so sad for him. Yeah. He's my precious pumpkin. I can't. Chosen pumpkin of the series. Yeah. Leo. 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 Oh, no. Leo. Carter was my last pumpkin in the series. No, we had Magnus in between. I didn't have a pumpkin in that series. Yes, you did. Which one? Half. Half was your pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah. Half was your pumpkin. And Alex... Murderous pumpkin. <laughs> Alex isn't a pumpkin. She's a strong. Uh, they're a strong, independent person. They. Uh... And Yomi was your pumpkin. <laughs> the snake. <laughs> Yomi was not my pumpkin. <laughs> no, my last pumpkin was Carter. It <laughs> was like that boy tries so fucking hard <laughs> to be loved. Honestly, and God, sister was such a fucking asshole. I can't even. I hated her so much. <laughs> And that's, again, and that's... Was she holding um, up the mirror, was she? Oh, you hate me so much. <laughs> I hate me so much. Whoa, that was unnecessary. <laughs> you made this comparison while we were reading them. I know, it was terrible. <laughs> the only difference is she pulled two men at the same time. <laughs> One was dying! <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, the only reason I hated her so much was because she was written incorrectly by Rick, who can't write girls. So, you know, I won't hold too much against her, but she was fucking frustrating. What was her name again? Sadie. Sadie. I was like, it's either Sally, I was like, it's Sally or Katie. Sally. 
was like, you got me, Sally. Or Sally and Katie have characters from Percy. Exactly. That's why I was like, I don't think that's her name. So Sadie it is. <laughs> Put your hands together. <laughs> anyway, okay. So we cut to the next chapter. And it's... What? Same one. It's the same, same one. It's next segment. Yeah. Okay. We cut to the next segment, and Annabeth informs us that Percy has, is conked out. He's gone. <laughs> he's taking a little kip. He's overexhausted. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Which, honestly, in the mood for right now. Sounds right. It sounds nice. And Annabeth is studying in her room. Uh, what is she studying, you say? She's not in school. She doesn't need to do that. Um, yes, she does. She's on a quest. She's got to get her info, her facts. She literally said, knowledge is power. She's getting into her map. She is. <laughs> she is flexing those brain muscles. She got she to gotta get in that pump before she goes out on her quest. <laughs> Only way to do Can't that. Don't interrupt. I have my brain pump. <laughs> The only way to do that is to get them knowledge, Beanie Boys. Yeah. But then it doesn't really work out in her favour because instead she just has a little, like, trauma memory of the last time she met her mum. Anyway, and we get a recap. A recap time for a recap yes. of Annabeth's past. Annabeth edition! <laughs> Annabeth edition! <laughs> Sorry. It was like fourth wall break inside a fourth wall break. It's like 16 walls. <laughs> From Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't even like that movie. I do. It's funny. Anyway, I thought you were going to read something on there. <laughs> no. no, okay. I was um, reading up to where my next note is in yes. my notebook. We get her trauma dump of going back into her memories on down memory lane to see her mama as she's trying to work out what is happening. And we go back to uh, the terrible time when Percy was missing and she was depressed and she was going back and forth from Sally's apartment to grieve with her over the loss of the boy that they love um, who's gone. (laughs) Different kinds of love, guys! And on the train ride home she's like, Adam Sandler? (laughs) What are you doing here? (laughs) She's like, Athena? The fuck? Just waiting for them to play Gangnam Style. Sorry, I was just gonna worry. I was worried I was gonna spit that all over you. <laughs> anyway, she's thrusting her knowledge. She goes Adam Sandler and chases after her mum um, as she. <laughs> her mum is Adam Sandler. <laughs> what are you in? I mean, Adam <laughs> well, she literally says her mum looks disheveled, and I was like, well, who else? Who else is wandering? She's also dressed like a lesbian. She's <laughs> well, she's got her bum bag. <laughs> It's a look that you know very well. Cut off khakis. <laughs> the jorts. The jorts. She's got all the carabiners. <laughs> you got your carabiners. <laughs> and she's got one of those visor hats. <laughs> uh, it paints a picture. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Amazing anime recognizing. <laughs> no, don't forget she walks with her pelvis. <laughs> yeah, some people walk with different parts of their bodies, like their, their forehead leads or their nose or chin or boobs. 
Sorry, yeah, that's how some people walk. <laughs> so we're just remembering the Michael McIntyre clip because he realised that's how he walks and that's why his carbs are massive. And I also have massive carbs. <laughs> I was like, for a week straight, I was like, do I walk with my forehead? Am I leaning forward? Is that why I have massive carbs? No, it's because my mother made me ride my bike to school for a decade. That's why. <laughs> you had because, massive carbs as a baby. And because I ride my bike wrong, I realised. When I was doing spin classes... A year ago, I realized that I ride a bike, I pedal with the ball of my foot. You're supposed to pedal with this part of your foot. Mm. So I was wondering why I was getting so out of breath the whole time. <laughs> and it's because I'm fucking pushing. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> what are you about to say? I don't want to hear it. Fucking <laughs> 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 noise. I'm just helping. <laughs> Sorry. You pushed far away with my ankle bone. It's a bad one. Not bad to me. <laughs> Sorry. Just, uh, I ride with the balls of my feet, but I get them gay. Athena, move on. <laughs> I ride with her again. I get derailed so easily. Let me talk. Go. <laughs> she's walking with a bum bag. And she's got her wonky compass out. And she tries to find her way. And Annabeth catches up to her and goes, Mom! What are you doing? And she's like... (laughs) (laughs) I'm on a mission with the boys. (laughs) That's what I was trying to think of. Fuck off, quitting. (laughs) Going on a big mission with the boys. Anyway. Basically, um, she's bumbling and being like, I'm crazy. That's what I mean. She looks deranged as she's stumbling around going I am lost how do I find the way and if this is Minerva no wonder the Greeks and the Romans didn't respect her where's my dad (laughs) (laughs) that was more like where's my personality I'm all alone (laughs) I'm too small to be here on my own anyway um Annabeth stops her and Athena goes, oh, you're my kid, aren't you? And she goes, y- y- yes, I am Annabeth. And she goes, oh, okay, good. Well, I've got a quest for you. <laughs> and she goes, oh, that's usually not how it works. We usually get Cousin Delphi to get that going uh, and give us a place to go. Things to see. People, people to do. do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway. So she's going on a mission with the boys and she says she's some do you do you have it up or does she actually say a prophecy or does she just say avenge me no it's basically just okay well she spits on the romans and go they stripped me of all my title name and power and you know whittled me down does she say they stole me or something like that something like that yeah yeah um, we get the gist they stole something and uh, Athena then goes on to say, kill all the Romans, never trust them. They'll stab you in the back, so stab them first. Yeah, and, and then she basically like, is like, Ooh. you're no daughter of mine if you can't do that. Yeah. And, and Athena, <laughs> Annabeth's like, oh, well, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, Annabeth's like, well, you look like a psycho, so I think maybe you should have a nap. You should go to bed, have a little kid, yeah. refresh. And I'm sure the rejection from her crazy mom had to hurt, especially after, like, her mortal parent also rejected her she feels anyway mm. so it's it's really not like a fun time no 
So, in this, you know, death warrant and prophecy that Athena's giving over, yeah, she, she slips her the hang coin. On. She says, avenge me or leave me, you are no child of mine. And then later on, Annabeth is, like, hearing things in her head. Uh, phrases like, a talented friend... Uh, ready for her visitor, and then no one will retrieve the statue. Wisdom's order walks alone, and then Frank interrupts her death yeah. spiral of thoughts. So, after that traumatic trip down memory lane, yeah, Annabeth gets interrupted by Frank, and he comes in seeking knowledge, which is Annabeth's weakness. Yeah, because she's like, "That's too cute. I have to help him. This is adorable." Yeah, and she literally says she feels humbled and honored that Frank trusts her. Yeah. To be nice and teach her. And I was like, that's the cute. So she leans in, obviously, and she's like, I have to take this role to the extreme then, and I need to teach him with diagrams <laughs> she was like, and I'm models. A- <laughs> she was like, you think I'm a teacher? Yes. She's like, right. I'm not shirking my responsibilities. <laughs> I'm not going to waste my shot. So I'm not giving away my shot. <laughs> you did that on purpose. Yeah, I did. Bitch. <laughs> I know exactly what to say. It's literally it's like really a trigger. Like- I can't yeah. not. Ugh. And then while he's there, so predictable. Frank, he like he's like, well, this wasn't necessary. You didn't need to whip out your computer. But seeing as you like can like explain the bands and the bonds of this like contraption, maybe you could help me with my other problem. And then he almost talks about his his life stick. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get interrupted. His Woody. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh God. Yeah, but then they get interrupted because the dinner bell sounds. Um, yeah. And then it's the next chapter. Slay. And it's Annabeth sleeping. No, it's not. No, it's the next morning. Mm. She wakes up after having no dreams and she's suspicious. She is suspicious. And I just love it. Sorry, I just have to say this bit because they're like, um, Annabeth says, by the time Annabeth came up on the deck, Jason, Frank and Leo had already left the museum. According to Coach Hedge, they'd promised to be back by sunset. Piper and Hazel were ready to go first, ready to go, but first Annabeth turned to Percy, who was leaning on the starboard rail, gazing over the bay. Annabeth took his hand. What are you going to do while we're gone? Jump into the harbour, he said casually. (laughs) I was like, it sounds like a suicide plan. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, not for our boy Percy, he good. (laughs) Giving the vibes of, I'm just going to kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what I imagine saying. It would be, be so... How I imagined it was, Annabeth goes up to me and goes, so what are you going to do while we're gone? He goes, oh. I think I'm going fast with. He was like, oh, jump into the harbour. <laughs> she's yeah. like, oh, okay. Any other person, it would sound insane. But he's, yeah. you know, going to talk to some He's spirits. Queen Bee. And, um, Queen Bee. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry, we didn't discuss before. The game plan they made up was that Jason and Leo would go to a museum to do something or other. I can't remember what, because I don't really care. Um, <laughs> The three girlies were going to look for a ghost. Yeah. Turns out the ghost is. Turns out the ghost, uh, sorry, so the three girlies go uh, on an adventure to find said ghosty, and they discover that it is none other than Miss Aphrodite. Careful, she'll make you fuck a cactus. I didn't. It came up the other day, and I was fully like, "Oh my god!" Came up on what? Just on my for you page. I may have clicked on our profile. (laughs) I was like, "Wait, is it circulating somewhere that I'm not aware of?" No, I went on there. (laughs) I'm just just like scrolling through, and like, (laughs) I haven't posted memes in like a month. Ripperoni to our account, but that's fine. Why am I in charge of it? I have ADHD. I can't be with deadlines. It's terrible. Aphrodite. Yes, Aphrodite. 
she has a little picnic chat and she's like, oh my God, girl day out. This is so fun. And um, I don't really remember what it was about. All three of them are sitting there like, why aren't you weird? <laughs> and Piper's like, have you fucking met her? She's fucking weird, man. <laughs> but Adam is like, no, I've met Aphrodite before. You're still the same brand of like inappropriate and crazy. Yeah. And then Aphrodite's like, I heard you. And also, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't change. <laughs> I'm the same. Uh, yeah, she's like, she's like, I am Venus and Aphrodite. <laughs> yeah, she basically doesn't like, matter. Me and Nemesis and Dionysus, we don't really change because love, revenge, and wine were all like pretty important to everybody, and they still are because like who doesn't want all three of those things? <laughs> and she like doesn't blink as she's saying it. Yeah, and you're like, thanks. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> Take a chill pill. She's like, I don't know how because love is intense. And I just I don't remember really what they were talking about or really care. The only bit that I focused on was that she specifically turns to Annabeth and goes, <laughs> you, you know, I promised to make your love life interesting, right? Annabeth's like, yeah, that's having still a minor the, aneurysm. That's still in like the introduction stage because Hazel is still new to the whole meeting gods thing, oh, and so yeah, it's right. in it's in the point of the like the introduction where Rick always tries to make the gods like justify their position and justify their job, and so to give Aphrodite her credentials, it's like, well, look at all these things I've done for love and for other people's love. I meddle, yay! <laughs> and Hazel's like. Oh, don't come near me. <laughs> Please stay a healthy distance away. She's like, I'm not here. And my love life. <laughs> I don't need any complications, as you called them, or interestingness. And then they talk about um, Raina for a little while. Um, because Raina's the one who went over to Aphrodite the, when she was a ghost. Rah, 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 rah. And she tells them about how she told her that she was going to have fun or something. I don't really know. And then they were talking about, then Aphrodite goes on to talk about. You know how much we don't care. <laughs> I really, I skim read this part because I was like, mm-hmm. fuck, stupid. Um, not stupid. I know that it's the point of the quest. I just really fucking hate Aphrodite. This version of her. The goddess Aphrodite? Great. And like, yes, go off queen. This version of Aphrodite, Rick's version, oh. gets on my nerves. I was like, what? <laughs> the real Aphrodite? The real goddess? She's great. She's yes. Yeah. Um, she does. Yeah, but then she's talking about uh, Athena in her, like, I don't really change, but Athena did. Um, and so the the Romans didn't like her because they stripped away all of her warness. Which I still don't get why. Yeah. Why? What didn't you like about Athena? Well, so Aphrodite says, they took away most of her military importance. The Greek never forgave the Romans for that insult, and neither did Athena. And Annabeth's ears buzzed. Then Annabeth says, the mark of Athena, she said. It leads to a statue, doesn't it? It leads to, to, to the statue. Aphrodite smiled. You are clever, like your mother. Understand, though, your siblings, the children of Athena, have been searching for centuries. None has succeeded in recovering the statue. Who's none? In the meantime, uh, they've been keeping alive the Greek feud with the Romans. Every civil war, so much bloodshed and heartbreak, has been orchestrated largely by Athena's children. Yeah. And then Annabeth is like, the mark of Athena, how does it work? Is it a series of clues? Is it a trail? And Aphrodite's like, nobody knows. You just get to go on a fun trip by yourself and lose your mind. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I just, I had like a little note because the whole like missing statue thing is not a myth. It's just, I think the first time that Rick's gone, oh, I don't have a myth that's like, I don't have a plot that's like, you know, the trajectory of the plot isn't inspired by a myth, whereas every single other book up till now has been. Yeah. Inspired by a giant myth or Perseus or Hercules or, you know, the Argonauts or whoever, this is the first one where he's, like, kind of run out. So the whole Mark of Athena thing 
is completely new. And yeah, I just I think it's interesting. It's just his obsession with the Civil War. That's all. That's that's the myth that he's that he's dropping. Um, yeah, and then yeah, they end up making it back to the harbor. But yeah, so then Aphrodite says, um, uh, at any rate, the clue you need is close by a map of sorts left by the children of Athena in 1861. A remembrance that will start you. 1861. Yeah. Once you reach Rome. But as you said, Annabeth Chase, no one has ever succeeded in following the mark of Athena to its end. There you will face your worst fear, the fear of every child of Athena. And even if you survive, how will you use your reward for war or for peace? And then Annabeth goes, this map, where is it? And uh, Aphrodite says, oh, the map's at Fort Sumter, of course. Uh, and then she points her butter knife yeah, towards the island. <laughs> they all do it as like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> she points her butter knife across the island towards the harbour. Uh, and it says, it looks like the Romans have arrived to cut you off, though. I'd get back to your ship in a hurry if I were you. Would you care for some tea cakes to go? <laughs> like, everybody, where the fuck would they put them? They don't have magic pockets. God. Does, though. And Piper's trying to be like, oh my god, guys, don't talk to my mom. It's so embarrassing. She's being so embarrassing! <laughs> <laughs> Which she is. Sure. She, yeah, she is. Um, but then they get back to the harbour. I just have to, I want to read this whole section because it slays. Okay. <laughs> They didn't make it to the ship. Halfway across the dock, three giant eagles descended in front of them. Each deposited a Roman commando in purple and denim with glittering gold armor, sword, and shield. Uh, The eagles flew away, and the Roman in the middle, who was scrawnier than the others, raised his visor. Surrender to Rome! Oh, damage. Yeah, well, that's true because he can't hear his pitch. Uh, Hazel drew her cavalry sword and grumbled, fat chance, Octavian, baby can't hear you. Uh, Annabeth cursed <laughs> under her breath. By himself, the skinny auger wouldn't have bothered her, but the two other guys looked like seasoned warriors, a lot bigger and stronger than Annabeth wanted to deal with, especially since Piper and she were only armed with, only armed, only armed with daggers, and Piper's useless anyway. Yeah, Annabeth, that's never stopped you before. I feel like you could us all of them. Yeah, Piper raises Just her hand. Just give it a bit of hoofkeep. Also, Hazel gesture. knows how to fight. And she says, Octavian, what happened at camp was a setup. We can explain. And then Octavian basically goes, I can't hear you, Satan. <laughs> He's like, waxing our ears. It's standard procedure when battling evil sirens. <laughs> like, babe, get out of the house a little bit <laughs> Go touch some grass, man. <laughs> and then he says, now throw down your weapons and turn around slowly so I can bind your hands. Throw down and turn around. <laughs> Let me skewer him, please. That um, doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah. And then the ship was only 50 feet away, but Annabeth saw no sign of Coach Hedge on deck. He was probably below watching his stupid martial arts programs. Jason's group wasn't due back till sunset and Percy would be underwater, unaware of the invasion. If Annabeth could get on board, she could use the ballastade, but there was only there was no way to get around these three Romans. She was running out of time. The eagle circled overhead, crying out as if to alert their brethren. Hey, some tasty Greek demigods over here. <laughs> Annabeth couldn't see the flight. I just I really want them. <laughs> the eagles are talking to each other like that. Oh my god! Did you see that? Like you know, you talked about how um, in the Edward version of Twilight, he can hear all the gossip yeah. that's happening between all the wolf yeah. pack. Like that's how I want the eagles to be. <laughs> they be like, oh my god! Do you remember yeah. Tiffany? Cause you read me like an idiot. She got the lie. <laughs> <laughs> She's got her clothes clipped. 
<laughs> what accent is that? Whose voice am I thinking of? I don't know. <laughs> God. I, I was thinking of storks. That's what I was going for. Oh, yeah, the pigeon. That is what I'm thinking of. <laughs> you know what I was doing? <laughs> My top <laughs> Wow, steer room in an elevator. That's what I was thinking of. Anyway, uh, then she, goes, she needed help. Some kind of distress signal to coach Hedge. Or even better, Percy. It is even better. Well, yeah. Octavian demanded his two friends brandish their swords. Very slowly using only two fingers, Annabeth drew her dagger. Instead of dropping it, she tossed it as far as she could into the water. Octavian made a squeaking sound. What was that for? I didn't say toss it. That could have been evidence. It was spoils of a war. Toss it. I know. Do you love my Octavian voice? Mm-hmm. Annabeth tried for a dumb blonde smile, like, oh, me. Nobody who knew her would have been fooled, but Octavian seemed to buy it. He huffed in exasperation. Oh! <laughs> you other two, he pointed his blade at Hazel and Piper. Put your weapons on the dock. No funny business. <laughs> Honestly, he's like, I've never had such a big speaking role. I can't even. It's like the difference. <laughs> All around the Romans, Charleston Harbour erupted like a Las Vegas fountain putting on a show. And thanks to Percy, he's seen one of those before. <laughs> when the water subsided, the three Romans were in the bay, spluttering and frantically trying to stay afloat in their armour. This is a 4D show, I don't know if you're aware. Actually, can't hear himself. <laughs> Screaming in a circle as he tries to tread water. Percy stood on the dock holding Annabeth's dagger. You drop this, he said, totally poker faced. Annabeth threw her arms around him. I love you! Guys, get a room, Hazel interrupted. No, no, see, the way that I imagined it though is how to treat you, Dragon, when, um, I love you again. (laughs) Erin, son of Erin, turns out not to be bad. Yeah, and then down in the water, Octavian is like yelling, I'll kill you, get me out of here! And so he's like, it's so tempting, but Octavian can't hear anything, so he's like, what? <laughs> Such a good and scene. Goes, Octavian was holding onto one of his guards, who was having <laughs> trouble keeping them both afloat. Just imagine him like, wide-eyed, like, oh! It's, he's so fucking dramatic, but I don't know why, but he's giving, like, Cusco vibes. <laughs> Became a decent person. Yzma, yeah. he's giving Yzma. Yzma vibes. Crunk! Yeah. And Why do we even like, have that level? Can we? Percy goes, they won't. I've got the water circulating around their feet. Basically, they're just being fucking dramatic. <laughs> as soon as we're out of range, I'll spit them ashore or something. And I'm like, yes, understated power. It's taking him zero effort. I was like, it's, he's like, he's literally, it's not Literally. even half a thought. It's barely worth that. <laughs> he's like, literally. It's <laughs> amazing. I fucking love that boy. Yeah, and then he's just got all the riz. That's so riz. <laughs> Jason and Leo and Frank are flying back to the ship at that point, and they fly over all of this happening. Like everyone else is back on the ship, and then the yeah. two of them are flying over. Frank is a giant eagle, a oh, bald eagle. Yeah, Jason's flying. Leo's just hanging on to one of Frank's feet for deal. <laughs> Frank wouldn't let him ride him like a rock. <laughs> He was like, no, you can hang on to my feet. And I love that, uh, that Frank's like, and I'm not going to grip you. You can hang on, yeah. actually. But he's also, like, Leo gives helpless llama Cusco vibes. Yeah. He does. Whereas Octavian gives 
idiot emperor at the beginning of the movie Cusco vibes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing again. Oh, wait. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. But also, the way that he's holding on to Frank's, like, leg, I imagine is the exact same way that Astrid was holding on to Toothless' leg in the oh, first Time of Dragon. No, I imagine it as Big Hero 6 when <laughs> Wasabi... Well, no, when Wasabi was, like, gripping on to Baymax's leg when they were going for their first flight. And he's there like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love it so much. So, yeah. yeah. And then Percy makes a comment, which is... He Hang looks- on. Jason gets hit in the head again. <laughs> no, no, but Percy makes a comment first. Does he? Yeah. He just says, wow, Jason looks like a blonde super. Oh, yeah. I hate it. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> I was like, ew. I fucking hate that idea. And then, <laughs> what does fucking Coach Hedge do? I did, I did say he was gung-ho and ready whenever, whenever they needed or not needed him. And he decides to shoot a warning shot at the eagles that are circling Frank. <laughs> Too late, Ernie, let it fly. others <laughs> <laughs> are like, we've got people in the air. <laughs> he's like, Shit. He's like, he literally is pretty happy. He's closed his eyes and gone... <laughs> up in the air and they're like coach why did you do that and he goes well shouldn't have gone in the way <laughs> you're like fuck's sake they're like you know go below deck we can't deal with you anymore and he goes my job's done I'm protecting the ship and you're like coach fucking stop ship eagles safe <laughs> They literally are uh, inscribed with well done coach. <laughs> shooting these children that they shit him off. I love coach. Probably shouldn't make gun jokes about kids. Anyways. <laughs> Christ. Anyways, yes, Jason gets knocked out, thank God. His natural state. Yeah. My natural scent. <laughs> and then they all crash land onto the fort, what's my call it? Yeah. Wherever they head. Yeah. And um, then it's hilarious because, sorry, and then we get to see Annabeth, girl boss. It's amazing. She's out here in charge, delegating all the jobs, and then uh, she goes. She gives Percy the biggest one, obviously, except for her own. And she's yeah. like, "Percy, make sure the Romans don't take this." Oh God, yes. Yeah, so Annabeth is girl bossing everything. Girl bossing. She's yeah. not gatekeeping. She out there. And then she abandons her post immediately. <laughs> no. Well, almost immediately. So she literally is like, I've got the biggest job of all, which is going, is like the reason we're going to the island. That's what's going to happen. Um, there's a whole army of Romans on the shore. And um, she goes, uh, everybody get to a balustrade. Percy, defend the ship. That's your job. And he's like, yeah, babe, anything for you. <laughs> he's like, I take my job. Oh, seriously. Coach, get that star ready. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to fucking deserve it at the end of the day. Anyway, and so, and then he goes, but what are you going to do? He's like, are you going to be all right? She's like, I'm just going to, you know. Play. Ninja star, body, body roll. Hoof kick, hoof kick. Hoof kick my way over there. And Blackjack he's like, taught her well. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Kung Fu Panda taught me well. And 
Percy's she's been like, idolizing that movie for years. Years. Good on her. It's there. As she should. Yeah, it's true. <gasps> anyway, <laughs> as she leaves the ship, she's like, Percy, Rishi. <laughs> Skadoosh. <laughs> Green jokes in this book. Yeah, honestly, this episode. Every time you say John Green, my brain thinks John Deere. <laughs> I'm like, I know. I'm like, yes, John Deere, the mowing company. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> anyway, oh so she obviously pole vaults and somersaults off the boat as an entire fucking storm is happening on the boat, thanks to one and only Percy. Oh, Apparently, God. Jason's helping, but he got knocked down. So I don't really believe that. Yeah, he's got a concussion. I fully believe he just put his hands out and went, "Oh God, this!" <laughs> <laughs> put his hands out and went, "Look at what I'm doing." And Percy's like, "You keep believing that, babe? I'm gonna actually do some work." <laughs> Percy's there, like, "That's cute." They'd be like, "Let's not." Oh, that's cute. <laughs> he's fully like, "Sit down." You know what? We'll just yeah. let the Delulu keep going. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, um, and so Annabeth goes on her hunt. Uh, she's fucking getting through these Roman ranks, and she's like, nothing's going to stop me. I'm going to get where I need to go. I really, really Did find it know? hard to believe that Roman has, the, like, the, the Roman legion, in specifically Camp Jupiter, yeah. has ever won a war against the Greeks. I really find it hard to believe, because just one Greek is, like, Fucking taking out everybody. It doesn't matter that it's Percy. It doesn't matter that it's Annabeth. They just fight so differently and can think on their feet for once. Yeah, because and they have, have the their control own of their own brain. brain yeah. the, the Romans have just no idea how to deal with that. I actually find it and really hard to believe. Especially if they're that, picked off one by one. Yeah, <laughs> I really find it hard to believe that in any, like, quote-unquote civil war between these two camps, that Camp Jupiter ever won. Like, what? No. Percy took you all out in a game. Yeah. I was like, well, the only reason I think that is because when they do eventually march on Camp Half-Blood, the only reason they come close to winning is because they use their money to buy reinforcements. Bunch of yeah. Yeah. And they buy reinforcements, which is the wild, you know, monsters and stuff. Yeah. Until the point where they're and the out. cannons. Yeah. Until the point where they're outnumbered. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> Camp Half-Blood's like, we didn't think we needed weapons to defend a strawberry farm. <laughs> they were like, we are literal hippies. What do you want from us? Do you want some wheat? Do you want some milk? they're like, we've got string cheese. <laughs> you want some? Ping pong paddles. I'll fucking whack you, bitch. It'd be, like, it'd be like, I will beat you in a game of basketball. Let's play. We'll set the toilets on you. Percy will flood them once you get to see. We'll make you, we'll put you on Dunny Judy. Sorry, that's the a worst punishment we can think of. Do people know what dunnies are? No. Okay, it's a toilet, guys. It's an outhouse. <laughs> on latrine duty. <laughs> Jail. Latrine. <laughs> this sounds like it'd be like a name. <laughs> so many good this is my daughter latrine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's latrine. <laughs> that's how you'd read it. It probably would be. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Anyway, so then she gets into Fort Sumter and immediately starts hallucinating. So, can I just clarify? Yeah. There was somebody's name. It was her name. She, was her name no, she told me her name was Shanae. <laughs> and then she was like, I'm waiting for my referral to come in. 
Right. And when it came, um, I read it as Sinead. Yeah. So, Sinead. Yeah, Sinead. Yeah, but, like, I didn't realize that that's how Sinead is spelled. <laughs> and so I fully was like, no, we haven't received your referral yet. Because <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Sinead. It's not, not how you feel. They're looking for an Literally. That's what I was looking for. And I was like, what's your date of birth? And she went this. I was like, oh, we do have it. Hi, Sinead. Literally, when I read it as I was like, Sinead. Well, actually, it was Sinead. <laughs> I was like, Sinead. Sinead. I was like, oh. Sinead. Whatever. I yeah. was like, I'm way off. Yeah. Shani. <laughs> like a melody. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so yeah, she's having a bit of hallucinations. Big spiders. Yeah, so out she of gets wall. to where she's supposed to be going. And, um, which I don't actually remember where she went, but yes, I do remember the spiders. And she has flashbacks. Well, she went into Fort Sumter to find, like, she's in, like, the main, like, room of Fort Sumter. I've never been to Fort Sumter. I don't know what the main room is. Neither. But it's the main room. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just the way you said it was like, God, we've talked about this before. And I was like, have we? <laughs> I don't fucking remember doing that. <laughs> remember so i'm telling you where they are you fold it in you dick right if you say fold it in one more time <laughs> so yeah and then yeah basically fold in all the braided doors, cheese all the doors lock and she does she reach in to get the the map first she and then <laughs> breaks it down no does she reach in to get the map first or are all the spiders there first spiders there first okay so the door locks Gaia is in the room with her. Yeah. And, and it's then, like, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> I'm going to get the spiders to eat you. And then she has like a little trauma flashback of when she was seven, which three is, days before like running away from home. Yeah. Which we find out, yes, that this was the tipping point for her running away yeah. from home, which was that spiders were crawling all over her and into her bed and, and blah, 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 at night time. But just the way that her stepmom dismisses her in this scene. nobody would believe her. It's like, what did, of course she ran away. Her dad didn't believe her. She's always felt like an outsider. Her dad wouldn't even, and her stepmother wouldn't even let her talk to her dad. Exactly. Yeah. Of course she ran away. She's seven. She doesn't know what to do. She's terrified of her fucking mind. Yeah. It's terrifying. Traumatized. Yeah, so that happened. Anyway. <laughs> and then Anywho's once she on. reaches for the map, the vision of the spiders falls away. Because she has get, to like move the biggest one out of the so way or something. Oh, no, the owl on the wall. Yeah, the owl on the wall ignites. So she's about, she says she was literally a second away from giving into the fear and screaming. But she obviously proved herself. And the owl on the wall glowed. And just yeah. like in her dreams, the red glowing owl of Athena burnt the spiders away. Yeah. And they ran away from it. And that's when it led... That's where it led to the map that she needed yeah. to get to the next And then in true Scooby-Doo fashion, in true Scooby-Doo fashion, as soon as she gets her hands on the map, Raina's just there. Like, yeah. Hey. And she's like, okay, this is the only Roman that I'm actually concerned about. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, because this bitch can think for herself. Yeah. And she's got the history to prove it. Yeah. And she's got two fucking dogs. This whole bit with Raina too is like weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's just, it's like, oh, it doesn't make sense because... Yeah, okay. Raina goes rushing off. The like, only bit that makes sense is that Raina's like, I've, my arm has been twisted. I have to fight because, yeah. you know, I can't discourage my arm. Yeah. So it goes, the Praetor stood 10 feet away in full battle armor, holding a golden javelin. Her two metal greyhounds growled at her side. Annabeth scanned the area. They were, they were more or less alone. 
most of the combat had moved towards the docks. Hopefully, her friends had all made it on board, uh, but they'd have to set sail immediately or risk being overrun. Annabeth had to hurry. Raina, she said, what happened at Camp Jupiter was gay as fault. Eidolons, possessing spirits. Save your explanations, Raina said. You'll need them for the trial. <laughs> the dogs snarled and inched forward. This time, it didn't seem to matter to them that Annabeth was telling the truth. She tried to think of an escape plan. She doubted she could take Raina in a one-on-one combat. Uh, with those metal dogs, she stood no chance at all. If you let Gaia drive our camps apart, Annabeth said, the giants have already won. They'll destroy the Romans, the Greeks, the gods, the whole mortal world. You think I don't know that? Raina's <laughs> voice was hard as iron. <laughs> what choice have you left me? Of oh, Damien smells blood. He whipped the Legion into a frenzy and I can't stop it. Surrender to me. I'll bring you back to New Rome for trial. It won't be fair. You'll be painfully executed, but it may be enough to stop further violence. Octavian won't be satisfied, of course, but I think I can convince the others to stand down. It wasn't me. It doesn't matter. Raina snapped. Someone must pay for what happened. Let it be you. It's the better option. Annabeth's skin crawled. Better than what? Use that wisdom of yours, Raina said. If you escape today, That's you won't so follow. fucking rude. Yeah. I told you, not even a madman would cross the sea to the ancient lands. If Octavian can't have vengeance on your ship, he'll turn his attention to Camp Half-Blood. The Legion will march on your ter- territory, will raise it, and salt the earth. Annabeth's like, is that a fucking threat? You need to take my home? How dare you? But also, fucking good luck with that. <laughs> Raina is displaying some extremely terrible leadership skills right now. Yeah. Like, really? This is your bargaining chip? But your also, this is the way chip is speaking. Die. It's just, it's giving something really weird. She's like, maybe taking you and having a trial and executing you anyway, it might be enough to stop the gods' violence. And I'm like, you know it's not enough. Yeah. And, like, you're supposed to be the logical one. And yeah. you sound like Octavian. Yeah. Like, what? But I'm also just like, you should have, when you had the t- chance, taken the opportunity to say, Octavian, shut up, sit the fuck down, or I will execute you. Yeah. Like, speak out of turn and you won't have a head. Like, or, like speak out of turn and you won't have a tongue I'm anymore. like, Octavian, you gave, I mean, Rainer, you gave Octavian the fucking pedestal to stand on. Yes, you could have overrun him so easily. You let him waffle on for a long enough time that your apparently mindless legion started to believe him when you could have stepped in and gone, I don't care how fucking powerful his voice is, he's a fucking idiot and we will not be doing that. Yeah. Take control. Like, you put him on the pedestal, we'll kick out the pedestal from underneath yeah. him. I'm like, if you take into account the fucking perspective of Frank and Hazel from Son of Neptune, they had so much respect for you at the beginning. Like, <laughs> of all of this, they were saying, oh my god, she's been running the show for months without Jason. The rest of the camp 100% feels the same. Yeah. And like, yet she's doing her best to being a job. leader. Yeah. Like, what? What? So confusing. So dumb. But anyway, then Annabeth escapes. Yeah. Yeah, she basically is like, um, that's really sad about you turning to Camp Half-Blood, but, like, I actually have to go to Rome, so. Yeah. She's like, bitch, I'm busy. <laughs> she's like, she's I can see She's like, let's game. do this unfair trial and it'll waste time and maybe yeah. something else can Annabeth's like, I can see the big picture and the big picture is you're fucking wrong. And I'm going over there because that's where the fight is happening. You should pull your shit together, get over your superstitions about crossing some water, mm. and fucking get over there. You're telling me that Rome conquered all of these cities and they never once crossed a sea? Never yeah. once crossed an ocean? Bullshit. Fucking stupid. And then the stupid er part is that the Greeks get away, right? They get away on their trireme by getting all the oars out and sailing off into the ocean. Am I the only one who thinks having 
hundreds of oars in the side of a giant ship is a bad idea. Yeah. In the ocean. On a river, it makes sense. In the ocean? Are you dumb? Why are we rowing? Why are we rowing to Greece? I just... Just use some water powers and fucking whip there. Well, I always just in general thought it was dumb because I was like, you always knew you were going to have Percy on board. (laughs) Like, not to put too much pressure and responsibility on Percy, but also he can literally do that shit with half a thought. And he's like, well, just tell the boat to go that way. It didn't go that way. But I'm like, are you serious? Like, you have Daedalus' laptop. Also, there's an engine room. Yeah. I'm, that means that it's like a tugboat. Like, they're like run by the engine. Oh, but surely we could have come up with a little, a little propeller instead. <laughs> surely, like a regular boat. Surely, surely. Luke was cruising around in a fucking cruise ship. Yeah, it was sick ass. You don't see a cruise ship out here with thousands of rolling out It's historically accurate. Okay, I don't fucking care. Percy, it's stupid. Percy Frigg and Hazel survived on a week on a little tugboat. Not even, a little rowboat. <laughs> and they didn't even have to put any effort in. Well, it Percy was, did, but... I was literally know. imagining... It was just a dinghy that they were riding in, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It didn't even have a, a motor. No, it had a... As it tugged along. Yeah, and so Annabeth McGuire just watched Percy, like, fucking man the ship and whip all the lines really? into place and whip the sails into place. Really? You're Annabeth was like, Percy, get in, get us out of here. And she, he was like, okay. You're <laughs> telling me he couldn't just use Jason to catch some wind <laughs> into the sail and fucking push them. You had to you had to use oars? You look so dumb right now. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so fucking dumb. And that but is the, the oars of what I had to say. Fly? <laughs> I'm going through the air. <laughs> the world's heaviest wings. Magavis her way back onto the boat and they do the big gigantic wave and gust she of wind. Her way there. Yeah, yeah, gust of wind once she's on on shore. I fully had a thought that because you were like one of the title options were like the alternative title options that Kate had listed was Oh, Percy's body count could have gotten one legion longer, larger, just now, like, if he wanted yeah. to. So, yeah, he lifted up this huge tidal wave that surpassed the fort walls, and he, was, and he literally could have drowned the whole legion. I feel like he should have just done that anyway, because... <laughs> if Annabeth had told him that they were going to march on Camp Half-Blood, he might have... He might've. fucking might have. Yeah. The only thing holding him back would be flooding Virginia. <laughs> but Not like, Virginia. Carolina. Wherever you, but here's the thing: is that he, as soon as they're all dead, he just pulled back. <laughs> He'd be like, "Okay, I'm done now." <laughs> but yeah. like, and I fully believe he could have done that. Even like, he could have like flooded it and not drowned them, yeah. but like incapacitated them and just found Annabeth with his water senses and be like, "Okay, there she is. I'll pop her in a bubble." <laughs> and I'll like, I'll like pop her back onto the ship and let go. And I fully yeah. believe that that is something easily that he could do. Yeah. It would take maybe a little bit of concentration yeah. at that level, yeah. but yeah. it was like Percy, yeah. and 
And I'm sure they practiced something like that at Camp Hoffa. <laughs> Bang, is trying to practice drills. Emergency save you drills. <laughs> well, it's like emergency escape drills. I fully imagine that it'll be like, if it, if it was ever like, well, what happened with Beckendorf? Percy would be like, let's Oof. practice. He's like, let's practice our abandoned ship. <laughs> um, drill. Abbott's like, this is the fifth time this week, babe. I think you have a problem. It would be like, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to jump off and I'm going to grab everyone in the water because I can breathe under here. I'll make an air bubble for you and we'll just float away (laughs) under the water, under the sea. (laughs) He's got the ox. Okay, so while you were talking... imagine that's how it would go. While you were talking, I thought of the way that I actually want the ship to transport itself. Are you going to say the fridge is being the main character? No, but it always is. No, I thought of the way that I really, really want the ship to move itself through the water instead of the rowboat. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) As if from the Lego movie. That's how I want it. Where it lifts the tip up and it goes... (laughs) (laughs) Lasers. Shirts. Laser sharks! He barely made it with me head. <laughs> me organs. I am Eva's beard. Classic. It's a fucking classic. That's a good movie. It's a fucking classic. Okay. You know, I sometimes think about how you, we were rating what's the best standalone animated movie, and you said Megamind, and I said Storks, because I really like that movie. Yeah. I was. I was. Because in my brain, Lego Movie was a contender, but I was like, oh, they made a fucking sequel. Yeah, and the sequel, sequel was shit. Anymore. And the sequel was shit yeah. compared to the first one. It was like, you should have stopped while you were ahead. Yeah. The Lego Movie was good because it was before Chris Pratt got his entire ego. Yeah. It was very soon after that. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, shit, don't put him in anything ever again. Literally. Yeah. But it was really funny. It was hilarious. He hasn't been good at anything in a while. No. Yes, I said it. I've seen Guardians 3. Yeah, and it was terrible. It was fucking bad. It was bad. I understand some people loved it. I was not one of those people. It was also really, really long. I also didn't like the second one, though, so I really annoyed. But I didn't one. like the second one. Um, like yeah, plot. basically that's all that we have. Next Thank week you. we are reading chapters 21 to 24. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, yeah, so come back next week for that. It's going to be amazing. If you want to send us an email like Asriel, then we are damnsnackbarpod at outlook.com. And if you want to find us on the Instagrams or the Twitters, then we are katie.damnsnackbarpod. No, we're not. We're at damnsnackbarpod. And if you want to find us on the tickety top, then we're katie.damnsnackbarpod. God. If you want to join us. It's like you've been doing this for a year. Oh, God. It's, it's, I'm got to limber up my mouth. <laughs> If you want to join us on an episode like our guest next week, then you can go to the little link in our description. It'll take you to a Google form. You can fill it out for what chapters you want to join us for. And then send me a message, shoot me a message on the side, because otherwise I will not know that you filled it out. Um, and I will put you on the schedule. Yeah. Yay. And then Big you time to join yay. us. Yes. And then Joe, where's the rest of us? Oh my God. Okay. It's linked below. That is insane. What? Since when? Always. It never changes. I've been doing this from the beginning, guys. You should be used to it. God. Yeah. Slay. Um, So yeah, come back then. We'll see you then. We'll come back then and we'll see you then. Okay, bye. Oh my God, guys. Bye. Bye.